You are listening to Restoring the Branches Ministries. Our mission is to reconnect Yah's people to the root and truth of his word. We have been called to take Yah's healing to the nations, remove the stumbling block out of the way of his people, and teach as well as model the importance of serving the living Elohim in spirit and in truth. We live by Romans 15 and 4, for whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on the master. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Yehovah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Yahshua. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on the master. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Yahshua. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Almighty Yah, we thank you for this day. And we give you all praise and glory. Yah, there's none that's like you. There's none to stand beside you. Almighty Yah, we just thank you for your power. Uh, we thank you for your wisdom. We thank you, Almighty Yah, because you have given us something special. You've given us the Shabbat, Almighty Yah. Yah, we have labored, we have toiled. We have dealt with the world for six days, Almighty Yah. But on this day, you said to Shavat to stop, to cease from your dealings with the world, but to come through the gates, to enter through the doors, come be a part of the pasture, allow you, the chief shepherd, to lead us to better waters, to lead us to green pasture, a place of safety and protection. A place where a man that's a fighter, he can take off his clothes of war. People that labor and fight every day, working every day, they can put down their briefcase. They can take off their construction boots. They can take off their things of the world and they can rest in you. Yeah. Yah, we thank you for being a great creator, an innovator of Shalom, Almighty Yah, that's what you are. Yah, we thank you for this day. Yah, we thank you because on this day, Almighty Yah, you have called the people to come together to have a convocation, Almighty Yah, assembly, a gathering together, Almighty Yah. May you bless everyone, Almighty Yah, that is here today. Bless those that cannot be here today for various reasons, Almighty Yah, as you would bless them. May they feel the power of your Ruach as if they were sitting here with us, worshiping and fellowshipping and engaging in the word, Almighty Yah. So, y'all, we just thank you and we praise you, Almighty Yah. Have your way in this place. Have your way with your people, Almighty Yah. Uh, be with us, all, Almighty Yah, as we enter into another time of fasting, another time of putting on sackcloth, Almighty Yah. Y'all, we just thank you. We praise you, Almighty Yah. Y'all, just have your way in this place and uh, have your way with your servant, Almighty Yah. 
Uh, we just thank you and we praise you, Almighty. I put you, pour your, your Ruach out, Almighty. I made the seed get sunk deep into the hearts and the minds uh, of, of everybody that's here today, Almighty. Uh, may that seed grow. May it come out and bring you a harvest, Almighty. Uh, we may be able to bring you a harvest because it's about you, Almighty. Uh, you should be the center of our everything, Almighty. Uh, and forgive us for times you're not always our center. Uh, Almighty, uh, everything, things that, that we have, uh, sometimes we put other stuff in the middle. We don't always have you in the middle, Almighty, y'all. Forgive us. But y'all, we just thank you and we praise you for this day. Have your way, Almighty, way. pour out your fire, Almighty, y'all. Uh, in days of old, they call for your fire to fall down from heaven, Almighty, y'all. Uh, so just may your fire fall down, Almighty, y'all. Uh, upon your people, upon the hearts and the mind. Burn out what don't belong, Almighty, y'all. Uh. Yahshua Mashiach, name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. We are here. Mic check. Brother Mike's, we ready? Who got mic one? How the sound, mic one? Mic, mic check. Mic check, mic two, what we sound like? Shalom. Mic two, sound good. Mic three. Check, check. Check. What's your mind? <laughs> so he said present. He was exclusive. Present. I'm here today. It's all right. All right. We are here. Another beautiful Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom to everybody. Shabbat Shalom to all the family uh, that's not here today. Uh, let's keep the Shiloh family in mind. All right, keep the Shiloh family in mind. And, and uh, what is, they're gonna name their son? Shamshon, okay, yeah. I don't know, I told somebody Shamshon the other day, okay. I'm sorry. I was, I was thinking of might and power, I saw. But uh, that baby uh, Eliyahu that he uh, turned and get ready to come into this cruel and wicked world. Uh, but uh, be with them. Um, be with the baby, be with the midwife and the family and, and, and make sure you give birth before our brother Ari got to go back to work. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to see families and uh, uh, men making the sacrifice for their family. We need to see we need to see a lot more of that. Unfortunately, that ain't something you're supposed to get in the war for. It's just what you're supposed to do. All right. It's what you're supposed to do. But we live, but we so backwards. We've been torn down, beat down, and we've been so programmed. We've been so, uh, however you want to put it, that now, you know, it's, it's, it's an astonishment to see a man, you know what, being a man. Yeah. It's an astonishment. You want to stop and hug him. Because he did something in public with his child. What are you supposed to do? But keep them in, in prayer, please. And for the sisters that stayed back uh, to be on call. I call that being on the wall, ain't it? Being on the wall, so so shalom to them sisters as well, and uh, but as we always say uh, to the twelve tribes of Israel scattered abroad, this book of Yaakov say greetings to you, to those that have been scattered. We say greetings to you, greetings to all those that have joined themselves to this way of life. Shalom to you. You've accepted Christ. I hate to say, it, folks, in Sunday Christianity religion, you have you have. Deemed him as your savior. You have to accept his way of life. You have to know what you've gotten yourself into. Folks getting the gangs and getting the dope game and getting out of other stuff, and then they realize, huh, I done got too deep. 
Well, it should be even more with your soul on the line. It should be. But greetings to you as well. Uh, last but not least, the impoverished, the heartbroken, the sad, the downtrodden, those that have feel like they left behind. Shalom to you. This word is definitely for you. This word is for you. No matter how far you don't went, it don't matter how far in life you go. No matter what you done done, it don't matter what you done got yourself into, you can't get yourself out of. Yahweh can pull you out now. This word is for you. I don't, care, I don't care if you're a murderer, care if you're a whoremonger, you're, you're, you're a prostitute, dope deal. I don't care what you done done. This word, if you want it, if you want to get your life right, this word will get you right. But you got to want it. Name of the title, In the Way, A Saint's Commitment. Got to be committed to the cause. Unfortunately, we get sidetracked on what the cause is, don't we? Huh? You done, you done, you done uh, started me up. Thank you. Because I done started. Sometimes we get, we lose focus. You ever had a job, you had to sign a contract, and you're on that contract for a certain amount of time, and from the beginning of the contract to the end of the contract, you got to do A, B, and C. And sometimes... In the length of the, of the contract or assignment, you lose focus on the first objective of what you even signed the contract for. It could be a contract on education. And you know what you go through as an educator and you get to the end, you know what you're ready to do. You're ready to get out. Well, you lost focus. You, so you were to commit yourself to something. Sometimes we do things and we've committed to helping other people. And we know what we do. We lose focus of the commitment. Have mercy on our soul now. Because you know we done, who we done committed ourselves to. You won't believe this, what, what people do. I'm talking about people that know. Just, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about, I ain't being ugly. I ain't talking about Sunday. Are people that know this book. You know people that know this book, you know what they do? They lose commitment. They lose focus. You kind of forgot what you even got into it for. With that phrase, <laughs> I lost my passion. Man, my fire don't burn like it used to. I ain't willing to go the extra mile no more. I, I, you know, back 10 years ago, I used to, I stay up all night, talk that word all night. Now I'm first one in, first one out. We end up losing focus. So in the way, a saint's commitment, as we're going to talk about today. So uh, we're going to... Matthew going to be in the 24th chapter. Let's go ahead and turn there. We're going to start in verse 1. Hallelujah, whenever you get there. Whoever moved my coffee, thank you. I was being cautious. I wasn't going to spill it over. He's saying, I want to burn these babies down here. Mamas and daddies going to be fighting. I said, more rate, I'm burn my baby with hot coffee. There ain't no annoying no. It's hot coffee. The hallelujah, and when you get to Matthew Yahoo or Matthew 24 and 1, hallelujah. we'll just continue to encourage everybody to make sure you write down the scriptures. I, I, I know y'all do, but especially those that watch, you know, that are not typically that come here, but just maybe watch the, the messages. And we, we appreciate you. 
Uh, but it's good for you to, to, to write down the, cha- the verses, go back and read them so you can have understanding. It's one thing for somebody to tell you something. That's a whole other thing for you to know something. You got to know. You got to have some. That, 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 that is a, a, a faith sta- to stabilize you. You got to know. Okay. So Matthew 24 and 1. And Yahshua went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the building of the temple. And Yahshua said unto them, see ye not all these things. Verily I say unto you, there should not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives and disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us what shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world. And Yahshua answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you for many shall come in my name saying I am Mashiach and shall deceive many or I am anointed. You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars and see that ye be not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. Okay, and I don't know who I was talking to, but it might have been Shadrach. Uh, but the end of the world in some translations might say age. So when we were talking about some weeks ago about 2020, the dark age, right, and how all the esoteric, goofy people, but all the people that study the stars and the planets and their alignment, they believe that this age is coming to an end and a new age is starting because certain planets are in line with the sun and earth. Okay, so when we look at this, we say at the end of the age, and then he says wars and rumors of wars and nations against nations and kingdom against kingdoms and famines. And so now we kind of see, well, if that's the case, maybe not the end end of the world, but just at the end of an age. So as the age is coming to an end, these are the signs that you will see, you know, and we just this week we had a, a missile. Right. A, excuse me. A explosion in Beirut. But as we've talked about a zillion times in here, that the adversary uses the vibrations of the media. Right. That's his sword. He uses the media. He uses these things to tell you whatever you want to tell. Remember, that's that's the, the biggest false prophet is your television. Okay, the biggest false prophet is your television It's telling you visions. Okay, back then they had and we still have our Creflo's and all the other folks, too. But. You know, the television tells you more lies than anything else. Okay. Um, so verse nine is what we've been talking about here for a while. Then on the screen, they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And you should be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Okay. For my name's sake. And that's very important. His name. Not some of the things that people fuss and, and, and fight over when you first come into this understanding, you know, of how to pronounce uh, uh, Yahshua's name the proper way or Yah's name the proper way. But we're talking about the characteristic. We're talking about the attitude, the conduct you display that has to be on you that represents his name. So it's not about how you talk. It's about how you walk. Does that make sense? It ain't about how you talk. It's about how you walk. Because if you walk a certain way and you're different than the walking of other people, then you're going to be hated for his name's sake. Okay, it's going to be easy to point you out. It's going to be a lot of stuff going on. 
think we, we're looking, we live in a world that's about to be a lot of what, legislation changes, laws being changed, right? Hey, if you don't do this, you can't do this. It's going to be easy to pick you out. Let's turn to Acts 24. Acts 24, we'll start in verse 5. Hallelujah, never get there. And on a side note, you can tell when anybody got here a day or two early, turn their air on, can't you? Mm, it's all right. I'll tell you what. Are you strict? Here's the lights out there. I got some Zeets on. You know, uh, I wasn't putting my tilly on. My, my, my tilly is thick now. they heavy. I'll be up here drenched and wet. Acts 24 and 5, and it reads, now, so take everything into context. They should deliver you up to be afflicted. So we're looking at what Yahshua said in Matthew 24. We fast forwarded some time till we get to Shaul. So now we see Shaul kind of walking, right? Here, turn that Max 9 right quick. Look in Acts 9 and, and, and 9 and, and read that and see, and see what it say. Yeah. Acts 9 and 9. And he was three days without sight. Uh-huh. And neither did eat nor drink. That's right. Keep going. Uh, keep reading, yeah. Um, and there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. Yeah. And to him said the Lord in a vision, uh -huh. Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Master. Uh -huh. And the Master said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight. Uh huh. Street's called what? Straight. Okay. And inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. Uh huh. For behold, he prayed. And hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias mm. coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Uh -huh. Then Ananias answered, um, Lord, I have heard by many of this man yeah. how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And here he hath authority, he has authority from, um, or authority from the chief priest to uh -huh. bind all that call on thy name. Uh -huh. But the Lord- He got authority to do what? He has authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. All right, stop. Hold your spot. All right. And they shall deliver you up to be afflicted. Why? Well, for his name's sake. So go ahead. Keep on reading, son. But the Lord said unto him, go thy way. Uh-huh. For he is a chosen vessel unto mm -hmm. me. That's right. To bear my name. Uh-huh. To bear what? To bear my name. Okay. Before the Gentiles. Uh-huh. And kings. Uh-huh. And the children of Israel. Uh-huh. So we got, we got multiple groups there. Mm -hmm. So the nations... Kings and governments, authorities, presidents, mm -hmm. popes, whatever. And who else? And the children of Israel. How many tribes is it? Twelve. Oh, okay. Go ahead. For I will shew him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. For what? For my name's sake. For what? For my name's sake. Okay. So in Acts 24, we're seeing Paul having to walk it out. Shaul got to walk it out. Okay, let's pick up in 24 and 5, and it reads, For we have found this man a pestilent fellow, a mover of sedition among all the Yehudim throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of Nazarenes, who also hath gone about to profane the temple, whom we took 
and would have judged according to our law. But the chief captain Lysis came upon us with great violence, took him out of way of our hands, commanding his accusers to come unto thee by examining of whom thyself makest take knowledge of all these things whereof we accuse him. And the Yehudim also assented, saying that these things were so. Then Shaul, after that governor had beckoned unto him to speak, answered, For as much as I know that thou hast been of many years a judge unto this nation, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself, because that thou mayest understand that there are yet but twelve days since I went up to Jerusalem for to worship. They neither found me in the temple disputing with any man, neither raising up the people, neither in the synagogues nor in the city. Neither can they prove the things whereof they now accuse me. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way, the way, the way which they call heresy, so worship I the Elohim of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the Torah and in the Nevim, the law and the prophets, and have hope toward Elohim, that they themselves also allow that there should be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust." So I like 16 and here and I do, I exercise myself to have always a conscious void of offense towards Elohim and towards men. All right. That's that's being in the way. OK, being in the way. Now, if you notice here, who is accusing him? His own. Uh oh. Because this word is a living word. From one day to the next day, from one month to the next month, from one year to one generation to one age to a, the word will not what? Change. The word ain't like flowers. They don't fade away. It ain't like leaves on a tree. Sometimes you see them, sometimes you don't. That ain't the word. The words of it ain't us. One day we here, the next day we what? We gone. UGK had that right now. UGK had that right. But you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. So Shaul here is defending himself to a government against his own. Now, can you imagine the 21st century that they're going to be people that have this right here. They have this right here. And they're going to accuse you of heresy. They're going to accuse you of falsehood. They're going to accuse you of being a barbarian, heathen, because of this. But you're going to have you're going to have the you're going to have the same book. You know why? Because it was written. Well, for everything's written the four times, it's written for your what? But the patience of the comfort of the scriptures, we might have what? So that means we have an understanding. We should know what's coming. If, 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 if I get caught slipping, that's on me. My house get caught slipping, that's on me because we know. So we're going to look a closer look. Acts 24 and 14 and 15, but this I confess unto thee, that after the way, the way, which they, we just talked about who they are, all right, call heresy, so worship I, the God of my fathers, right? There's going to be a lot of people to say, I'm a Christian. I believe the Bible too. I believe in Jesus too. 
I know who David is. I know who Moses is. Hmm? Believing all things which are written in the law and the prophets. Right? That's going to be tested now. You know why it's going to be tested? Because it's for his name's sake. And have hope toward Elohim, which they themselves also allow that there shall be a resurrection of the dead. One of the most powerful things that, that the book prophesies about is the resurrection of the dead. Just and the unjust. Not somebody on a harp and on a cloud uh, uh, in David's tent in heaven uh, doing the WAP or something, playing the WAP. No, I, I, I don't know. But that ain't what it's going to be. Way, way in Greek. All right. Uh, I didn't put the number up here, but way in Greek is hodos. Okay, hodos. And it means properly, it just means a way or a traveled way, a road, a traveler's way, a journey. But the metaphor in Greek for what Shaul is saying is your conduct. How you carry your, what are you really about? Of course, the conduct, a way, a manner of thinking. So that's where we're going to be in trouble. We, uh, uh, we was talking, well, when we get past, so when we, uh, idols, yeah. tour class, idols. I guess I'm getting old. Yeah. Guess I'm getting old. Okay. <laughs> I ain't fooling with y'all. So many comedians. But some folks wasn't here today. They sent some, they sent some funny texts. I ain't going to say nothing. Some folks, some comedians. But thinking, so once we get past Christmas, Sunday worship, Ishtar, Halloween, yada, 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 yada. Now, how are the people of the way going to be judged from on high? Your thinking, your emotions, your decision making. Because if I'm any, if I do things emotional, irrational, erratic, I'm in my flesh no way I'm in my spirit so those of the way as Shaul is talking about that the Greek is telling you that this way is about your conduct about how you handle yourself how you conduct yourself not just as he says I don't offend I lost my spot as he said uh, he doesn't offend those yeah I, I, to always have a conscious void of offense towards Elohim and toward men has a conscious void of doing that. So decision-making, thinking, course of conduct, totals. Now, in Hebrew, if, if, if you have a Septuagint, if you know what the Septuagint is, it is the Tanakh written in uh, Latin, okay, or Greek. And it is strictly from the middle period Hebrew to Greek, okay? So in the Septuagint, when it says way, it's going to say, it's, it's referencing direct, okay? Direct. So direct is a masculine noun. What's a masculine noun? Describe, well, a noun describes what? Person, place, thing, or idea. So, so th this walk, direct, should describe you. Way, road, distance, journey, manner, okay? Road. So there's an idea of just, just like, you know, walking, a road, I'm taking the road home. I'm on the journey going home. Okay. But it also means habits, manners, way or course of life. Here's a big one. Moral character. 
Those things you cannot hide from Elohim. So you are who you are. For, ain't the one saying Hebrews that he's the one that can see you in your bareness and your nakedness. That's why we got to figure out. We got to get to a point where I'm comfortable in Yah. We have to get comfortable in Yah. Now, I don't mean comfortable in bringing all your bad habits. As in, I realize that I'm like Adam and Eve. Who I'm what? I'm naked. He had to make clothes for him. So he sees me as I am. The moment we can get our mind wrapped, because when I get my mind wrapped around that, I'm, really, I'm not worried about nobody else. Because in all reality, I got to work out whose salvation? Mine. Whose? Mine. Whose? Mine. With what? I just making sure. So course of life character way. So this way is something that is interpersonal. Bless you. Okay. All right. We're going to look a closer look at, at direct. All right. Now we know that when we have a noun, right, that was a noun. So we know it has to come from the verb, right? And the verb is the uh, rock. Okay. The rock and the rock means to tread, bend, lead, march, to march, march for, to tread on, to press, to bend the bow. We know what a bow is, don't you? Hmm? I don't mean that Hunger Games chick. I ain't talking about her. I said, ben, said the Benjamin might have cold that bow, wasn't it? Archers, bow benders, trending, stepping on. Now, sound familiar a little bit? Wasn't there a prophecy about something about your, your heels? When we talking about that today? That your heels should do what to the serpent's head. Read it, brother. Give me Deuteronomy 11, 25. You give me Yehoshua 1 and 3 right quick. Joshua, yeah. Deuteronomy uh, 11 and 25. Uh-huh. There shall no man be able to stand before you for the fear, and you stand before you for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that ye shall tread upon. You shall do what? You shall tread upon. So think about this. If we're in the way, if I'm really walking in the way, if I am what Shaul talking about in Acts 24 and 14, there should be a what? A, a fear? Uh-huh. Upon who? Upon the fear of you and uh the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that you shall tread upon. Oh. Mm -hmm. So in the direction in your life that you're going, yeah. if you're in this manner of way, of course, of your conduct, your thinking, your behavior, your character, that he will go before you and he'll put fear on them. It ain't your fear. It ain't you. Mm -hmm. Nobody's scared of you. <laughs> Nobody's scared of me. It's him. And he puts that ahead of you, therefore you can derock or you can tread on your enemies. Opposition. Div distraction. Detours. Go ahead, brother. Joshua chapter 1, verse 3. Uh-huh. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon. Shall do what? Tread upon. Mm. That I have given unto you as I said unto Moses. Uh. Everywhere the sole of your foot. 
So this, so this is very important. We talk about, I know we like to use the, the imagery of the, you're talking about the armor, the, on the armor and the soldier and, and, and being dressed. But it did say that the gospel of peace should be where? On your what? Feet. Is it tied loosely or was it say tied tightly? It was tightly. So we can't be loosey-goosey with this word. This is it's the re, it's the reason why your the sole of your foot is a is a weapon because you have the gospel on your feet or the good news the good news of what you need to repent <laughs> get your life together before it's too late. There's gonna be some people they're gonna say I've had enough I'm tapping out ding 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 let me tell you something y'all he got a restart button. If you want to push it, what's that show? Uh, we can win a lot of money, but if you, you, you got like so many phone calls, you can call out. Yeah, you want to be <laughs> you want to be successful. And yeah, he said, you got to call out. You call out to me. You serious? I get a restart button. I give you a restart button. And, and let's be real. A lot of people. This glad it ain't no game show. A lot of folks need a lot of restart buttons. That's how good he is. It's a master. How many times should we forgive him? He was like 70 times. What, 70 times seven? But see, we don't get that if we don't get that. Right? We don't get that if we don't give that. So the root of direct of, uh, is, is to walk or to tread. Okay? Let's go to Matthew 7 and 7. Matthew 7 and 7. Hallelujah. Never get there. Well, Matthew Yahoo, 7 and 7. Matthew Yahoo, 7 and 7. And it reads Ask, it shall be given you. Seek, you shall find. Knock, it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receives. He that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he shall ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, which is in the Shemaim, give good things to them that ask him? Therefore, all things whatsoever you would do that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law, this is the law and the prophet. So if you want someone to treat you right, I want to be respected. So I want to be treated like, hey, this is the new thing is like, what's up, king? What's up, queen? Okay, then you should treat everybody like a king. You should treat every woman like a queen. That's your law and your prophets. Now, if you don't care, you ratchet, raggedy in, and you do people have you that's fine. You know what's gonna happen. You know what the law of property is? It's gonna fall right back on you. 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate, the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow, narrow is the way. Narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and there be few that find it. So to be in the way, to, to be calling yourself a saint, to be a part of this commitment, 
It's a tightrope. Ain't gonna be a lot of people on it. This is the way that leads to life. And when we look at something like that, we read something like that in Matthew, and so many people trying to get rid of my, get, get rid of Christ, get rid of Yahshua. Okay, uh, we need to be able. Well, I jumped too far. Jump too far. So when I'm treading, when I'm walking, if the Hebrew is right about the Darak and, and stuff, you know what we find out? Some people is what? All bark and no bite. All bark. No bite. Talk a lot of stuff. And then when, when you get into this, this community, this Hebraic community, ethnic community, you know what you find? A lot of barking. Not a lot of biting. Am I in there? Hit me. I just say hit me. Some people sound like that. They sound like a lion. Boisterous and all opinionated and strong. Go ahead and hit me. And in reality, that's they bite. <laughs> that's why words don't really mean nothing. Words don't mean nothing. You got to put work in this game. W-E-R-K. Underline, exclamation, work. Like I was from New Orleans spell. That's the New Orleans spelling. Work. That's all this book is about. What talker is, is successful in this book? Find me one. What gum runner? Tongue flapper. Which one? Where he at? Where's she at? You have to put in work. Got to put in work. Got to put in work. Got to put in work. There you go. So Torah. That's what we got to turn to. Okay. Torah. We got to turn to. Let's turn to Genesis. Uh, here, read, read again. Give me Genesis 1, 9 through 13. Uh, Brother Aaron, give me Genesis 1, 26 through 31. Yermiyahu, you give me Genesis 2, 8 through 17. So everybody, let's turn to Genesis 1, first chapter, ninth verse. Genesis 1. Mm-hmm. Verse nine. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Yah said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together mm -hmm. unto one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And Elohim called the dry land earth mm -hmm. and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. And Elohim said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb, yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind. And Elohim saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. Which day? Third day. Okay. All right, next, brother. 26 to 29. 26 through 31. 
And Elohim said, let us make man in our image, uh -huh. according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over all the creeping creatures that creep on the ground. And Elohim created the man in his image, uh -huh. and in the image of Elohim he created him. Male and female he created them. And Elohim blessed them, and Elohim said to them, Be fruitful and increase, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over all the creeping creatures on the earth. Yeah. And Elohim said, See I have given you every plant that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you, it is for food. Every to, tree is what? It is for food. Mm. That you'll see into every beast of the earth, into every bird of the heavens, into every creeping creature on the earth in which there is a living being. Every green plant is for food. And it came to be so. And Elohim saw that all that he had made saw all that he had made and see it was very good huh. and there came to be evening and there came to be morning the sixth day next brother Genesis 2 8 through 17 uh huh and Yahuwah Elohim planted a garden eastward in Eden uh -huh. and there he put the man whom he had formed and out of the ground made Yahuwah Elohim to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food the tree of life the also, what? the tree of life. The what? The tree of life. Okay, so the tree of life should be good for what? Food. The tree of life is something you can consume. Go ahead, son. Go ahead, son. Go ahead. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden. Uh-huh. And in the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, mm. and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. Mm -hmm. And the name of the first is Pison, mm -hmm. uh, that is which... Compasseth the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. There is bdellium and oxen stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. Mm -hmm. The name of it is that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. Hold it right there, brother. Uh, now, how many know about the Nile River? You ever heard of Nile River, the largest river in the world? Is that one or two rivers? One? Okay. If you think it's one, raise your hand. If you think it's two, raise your hand. Okay. The Nile River is two rivers. It's called the Blue Nile. Too late. <laughs> Threw his bed in quick. He was like, two, yeah, 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 two, two. Let me get two right quick. But you have the Blue and the White Nile. You have the Blue Nile and the White Nile. So these are the two rivers in Genesis 2 and 11 through 13, Pison and Gihon, the blue Nile and the white Nile. And it kind of explains itself when it says the whole land of Ethiopia or the whole land of Cush. Um, go ahead, bro. Keep reading. Stop 17. And the name of the third river is Hedidexel. That is which goeth toward the east of Assyria, and fourth river is Euphrates. And Yahuwah Elohim took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Uh -huh. And Yahuwah Elohim commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely of eat. Of what tree? Every tree of the garden thou may free, mayest freely eat. What tree? Every tree. Every tree. Okay. Go ahead, brother. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, uh -huh. thou shalt not eat of it. Thou shalt what? Not eat of it. Thou shalt what? Not eat of it. So he was very clear. Hey, you, eat of it. you can have of every tree 
where there's fruit on it, you can eat but that one. All of them, including the tree of life. life. Go ahead, brother. Uh, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. You will die. Okay, so you'll become moot. Death will come to you. Even though I did not create, he didn't create them to die. But if you take of that fruit, you're going to have to die because you will now know the difference between Tov and Ra. And you can't handle that. You can't handle it. You get that in your system. That's worse than anything the FBI done created in their lab or CIA. Or the, or the military industrial complex, but I ain't going there. But anyway, oh, let's look at it. So, so we got that, right? Let's look at Genesis 3 and 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which Yah Elohim had made. And he said to the woman, Yea, hath Elohim said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree of in the midst of the garden, Elohim has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest she die. So she, they had, she, slash they, had an understanding, of, hey, I cannot mess with that one. All right, I can't mess with that one. And this is what happens when things that are, you see where, see what she said? She said that is in the midst of the garden, like in the middle. It's the center. So sometimes the things that should not be in the middle, we, we put them there. That's what make idols so potent. That's what make high places in our heart and mind so potent because we put them in the middle and we revolve everything around that. Okay. Uh, verse five. Elohim doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took up the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband with her. And he did eat and the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And we're going to fast forward to 3 and 21. Same chapter, verse 21. Unto Adam and also to his wife did Yah Elohim make coats of skins and clothe them. And the Lord God said, Behold, that man has become as one of us to know good and evil. Now, least he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and what? Live forever. So the tree of life could have been consumed and it'd been okay. It'd have been fine. But you can't have both. What's that saying? You can't have your cake and your ice cream. You can't have your cake and your ice cream too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all know what I'm saying. So now we're going to look at the tree of life. We're going to look how serious the tree of life. We're going to look at a phrase here in a second here. Therefore, Yah Elohim sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he lost his job and he had to relocate. All right. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims. You have watchers, you got angels, you got messengers, you got cherubims. Only got one job. Defend. Kill. I'll cut your head off. And a flaming sword which turned every way 
to look at this, to keep, to keep the what? Way of the tree of life. To keep the way of the tree of life. So that way is so uh, special and unique. He put some soldiers there to make sure they don't come back here. You ain't going, you ain't, you ain't getting to this. You keep, you, you take one step closer. I'm a kid. All right. So the way of the tree of life. So if we look at this verse three and 24 bear a sheet that, and the flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way. Okay. And we have there at Derek, right. To keep the way of the et, uh, Hayim, right. The way of the tree of life. So the angels had to protect this way. And we just read in Matthew that the way was what? Narrow. And how many find it? Few find it. So the way to the tree of life had to be guarded, protected, and you had to, you had to get out. And Yah and his wisdom had to make a way for you to get back in the way. Because that way will take you to the tree that you're supposed to eat so that you can live forever. You don't believe what you don't believe your master said. He said, I want you to have life, but more abundantly. So haters, liars, thieves, criminals that came up some other way, they ain't come to the door. They try to take you from Messiah. But you can look in Genesis 1, 2, and 3 and see your master. See a way. But they're going to hate the way. They hate it. If they're going to hate Shaul, what about you? What about me? History does what? Repeats. What day was that what you read? What did it say? What day was that? When, that, when everything, the day. Which day was it? Third day. The third day. Okay, so the tree of life, when all the trees were brought up, would have been on what day? Let's turn, let's turn up, let's turn to the prophet Hosea. Let's just see. Because we were told that we're supposed to hold to the law and the what? Prophets. So we're gonna turn to the prophet. We just we just read something out the law. We're gonna see if the prophets repeated the same thing. Turn to Hosea. We ain't gonna be there long. Turn to Hosea. Hosea six. Look at the first chapter, first six and one. Hallelujah. Never get there. Hosea six and one reads: Come, let us return unto the master, for we have torn, and he will heal us. He has smitten and he will bind us up. After two days, will he revive us? In the third day, in the third day, in the third day, he will rise us up and we shall live in his sight. So the tree of life was, he caught up on what day? Third day. That's written in your law. And the prophet said on the third day, on the third day, he'll raise you up. 
you live in the sight. So there's going to come a day where we're going to eat from that tree now. All right. So let's keep on moving. All right. So we know who Canaan is, correct? Canaan is just Enoch. Right? Enoch begat Methuselah. Methuselah begat Lamech. Lamech begat Noah. Okay? So uh, Noah or, or Enoch is, is Noah's Enoch is Noah's great granddaddy. Okay? Okay? Okay, we got that. Alright, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, he received the divine message and then he brought forth Noah. Okay? So Enoch or Kenok or, or Hanok, his names mean dedicated. What did Enoch do? He did what with Yah? He did what with Yah? He walked. I wonder if he walked in the way. He had to walk in a certain kind of manner, a character, a conduct. There was something about him where he walked in a particular way and he was what? Taken by Yah. Now the, the root word for uh, kanok or uh, kanok is uh, kanak, which means to train, dedicate, inaugurate, train up. Where we get Hanukkah from? So when we celebrate Hanukkah, the Hanukkah that comes from uh, that word over on the side there, kanak. All right, to dedicate, to train up. Okay. So dedication, train up, and I got it in modern. I got it in our pictograph there, just showing you uh, uh, the Hanukkah. And how all those words tie together. Okay, now, got to keep on moving. All right, Bereshit 24, 27. All right, I think we was talking about Abraham today, weren't we, this morning? I think that was brought up in Torah class. And then somebody, I think, think uh, Brother Shah brought up servant. What you say about uh, that you can't be a son unless you're what? A servant. Yeah, I got you, bro. I got you, brother. <laughs> that's when, that's, look, look that's, that's when you're flowing. Kelly asked me, say, you remember what you said? No, nah, I don't remember. I remember I said, honestly, I don't remember I said that. To be honest with you. You get, you get to get the flowing. So you that was, that was a great point. You cannot be a son without being a servant. So this section in Bereshit is about because Abraham ain't had no kids yet. Yeah, he did. I'm tripping. He had a kid, but he's getting a uh his son, a uh getting Isaac his wife. So he said, blessed be the Lord God of my master, Abraham, who have not forsaken his mercy and his truth toward my master as for me. Yah have led me in the way to the house of my master's brethren. OK, now um, this particular servant, um, if you go back some chapters, Abraham didn't have a son. He said, hey, who's going to get my blessing? Eliezer, Damascus. Well, this is him. OK. So when he said that about you can't be a servant, that we can't be a son of being a servant, you know, in Abraham mind, I ain't had no kid. I got to give it to him. I got I to give this stuff to somebody. But in the way, in the way here, highlight up there is here is uh, uh, by direct, by direct. Now, if you see that, some of you Hebrew people don't know is uh, Reese on uh, she, she on there? She ain't on there? OK, OK. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But by by direct, when you see that bet, what is that? What does that signify to you? House, House being in. Got to be in the way. 
Okay, so let's just take that one word. We're gonna break it down. Look at it for a second. Bi-direct. And if I look at the pictograph, when I see the bed, I see the house, I see the temple, I see the place to go in. And the only way I can get to that dalit, which is our door, is that if I ain't even in, I know I'm gonna get to the door. There's no way. I mean, it's just it's not even possible. We talk about the resh. We have the head. But it's the back of somebody's head. It's the back of somebody's head. You know what uh, Yah told Moses? You can't see my face, but you can see my backside. So when you come in, once you get across the door, give me John 10 right quick. Once you get to the door, go on and get John 10. You give me Psalm 23. John 10. Starting verse 1. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door uh -huh. into the sheepfold, uh -huh. but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Yeah. But he that entereth in by the door. By the what? By the door. Okay. Is the, is the shepherd of the sheep. Uh to him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. Yeah. He call his own sheep by name. Yeah. And lead them out. That's right. And when he put forth his own sheep, he go before them, and the sheep follow him. Yeah. For they know his voice. That's right. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Yeshua unto them, mm -hmm. but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. They didn't understand what he was saying. Go ahead. Then said Yeshua unto them again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door. I am the, the what? I am the door. I am the what? I am the door. He said he the door. He's the door. Go ahead. Read Psalm 23. Yahuwah is my shepherd. Uh -huh. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. To lie where? In green pastures. Didn't he just read in John 10 that unless you come through the door, you're not getting to them pastures? Go ahead. He leadeth me uh, by, beside still waters. Uh -huh. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. For his what? His name's sake. For his what? Name's sake. We're supposed to be persecuted for that too, though, right? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So they are. So he already knew what was going to pop off for his name's sake. You're going you're to be blessed for it. You have to go through the valley of shadow of death now. Go ahead. I will fear no evil. Why is that? For thou art with me. Uh. Thy rod and thy staff, thy comfort me. Uh. Though um, thou proceedest, uh, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of thine enemies. Yeah. Thou anointest my head with oil. Yeah. My cup runneth over. Mm. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of Yahuwah forever. I'll dwell in the what? The house of Yahuwah forever. The only way you're going to get to the house, you got to be in the way. It's only going to get there. So we get in. When we get past the door, it back of somebody's head. Remember, can't see my face now. You can see my backside. And when we look at the word cough, the Hebrew word for cough in the pictograph, uh, it always symbolizes hands or the palms of someone. Palms and you're receiving something. 
palms as if you're giving praise and up to somebody. So the only purpose to go to the temple is to do what? Praise, worship. So being in the way, that phrase in Bereshit 24 and 27, if we just take that phrase, look at it in the pictograph Hebrew, it tells you, it tells you everything that we need to know about how important it is to be in the way, to be committed to something. Because if you're not committed to this, he can't perceive you as a saint. And your survival depends on us being deemed as what? Saints. And I ain't talking about New Orleans. I ain't talking about the uh, 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 Drew Brees in them. I ain't talking about them saints. Them saints got you marked to be a slave. It's on their helmet. That's what that symbol mean. That same symbol, that same flower, New Orleans Saints. That's what they put on the slaves down there. Don't worry about it. But everybody conscious. Everybody woke. They just do a little bit of stuff just to make you happy. Like, they, 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 that's what so-called black man, like a little baby. Just take a little, little, get, uh, we was at, uh, uh Nanye, them little, uh, uh, El, El Yahoo gift thing. And, and we had to taste that baby food. Had to just, just taste just a little bit, try it for that little game. But that's how they treat, treat so-called black man. They make you think I got your back. Just give you just a little bit. Oh, we're going to put on these statues. Stuff that really matter. You go change New York. Go change the name of New York. Play so-called black men like, like a fiddle. Sick of it. Oh, man. Anyway. So we got to know, we got to remember now, what, what are two things that's going to make us a Hebrew? What makes us Ivory? One of them, a Hebrew always got to what? Cross over. And Hebrew got to be able to survive. There's always a remnant. Always a remnant. You can go throughout that book. It's always a remnant. Babylonians come. Assyrians come. Persians come. Greeks come. Romans come. It's always a remnant somewhere. That's what make you Hebrew now. Cross over. You got to survive. Same verse. We're going to look at mercy and truth. Bless me, the Lord God of my master Abraham, who have not forsaken his mercy and his truth. How important is that? Mercy and truth. The Hebraic perspective of mercy and truth. Mercy is chesed. Masculine noun, once again, describing you. Is that a word that the heavenly, they can write about you in your book in heaven? So, man, that guy's merciful now. That's just a merciful. Are you about vengeance? You about eye for eye? You do this to me, I'm going to do it to you. So, said is goodness, kindness, faithfulness. And Kesed, this mercy is built from the word chasad, which literally means to be good. You can't mess that up. You can't get, you can't let mess that up. That chasad means literally to be good. We talked about truth before. Truth is what? Emet. Okay. Emet. A feminine noun, also an adverb. Sureness, reliability, stability, continuance. That's why it's hard to say. I'm in the truth. 
Because you know what? A lot of times we're not reliable. Stability, continuance, truth don't mess up. We do. See, the moment that gets sunk in our head, truth don't mess up. We do. Truth don't mess up. We do. So truth and met is sureness. Rely, uh, am I reliable? Am I, can, I, can, can I count on you? Can you imagine your sure standing for you say, can I count on you? Can I count on you? Can I count on you? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, master. Yes, master. Yes, master. Yes, master. Mercy. Adversary like, give him six months. See where, see where he at. See where she at in six months. Truth is built from Amman, which means support, uphold, nourish, like parents. The point of a parent is to nourish the child. So truth, that's why that's we say that truth comes from the source, that Yahshua comes from Yah. Yah is the source of everything. He is the Amman. That's why and, and, uh, it's, it's, it's powerful in Revelation that Yahshua calls himself the faithful Amen. That he calls himself the nourisher now. That makes sense if he's been given things in the Shemaim, on the earth, and under the earth. Then he would be the source or substance to nourish, support, uphold all things. That would make sense. Turn to Psalms uh, 25. Psalms 25, we'll start in verse 4. Show me thy ways, O Yahuwah, teach me thy paths, lead me in thy truth, and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Remember, O Yahuwah, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions according to thy mercy. Remember thou me for thy goodness sake, O Yahuwah. Good and upright is Yah. Therefore he will teach sinners in the way, in the way, in the way. That's why you got it when that's look, it's right to come as you are. But when you come in the way, you know what's going to happen. You won't stay that way when you're in the way. If you're in the way and you still how you are when you got there, man, you're going to be a goner. Does that, does that make sense? You're on the assembly line of Yah, and this part here doesn't work. And he or she been in the way for two years, four years, six years, 10 years, 12 years, 20 years. Tw At some point, say, hey, man, get them off the line. Get off the line. Good and upright is Yahuwah. Therefore, will he teach sinners in the way? That's the mercy. I let you in. But once you get in, there's got to be some change. The meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his way. Humility. So what you said this morning. Uh, bro broken heart. That's what he about. Yes. Broken heart. That's long as hard with some people because they ain't coming in a trueness. When you come in, you come in your heart broken. So look, man, look, I ain't got, I ain't got, I ain't got nothing else. I ain't got no other way. So you got to watch and work. We got to be of the truth, not our own truth. Yes. That got broken down, didn't it? Rel reliability and stability. 
and continuance. Can't continue in someone you moody. You up and down like a roller coaster. You up and down like the sunset. You're up and down. You're all over the place. I read 10. My bad, 10. All the paths of Yahuwah are mercy and truth. All the paths of Yahuwah are mercy and truth. Unto as such his covenant and his testimonies. Those that keep his covenant and his testimonies. So close look at Psalms 25 and 10. All the paths of Yah are mercy and truth. Keep his covenant and his testimonies. Keep his covenant. And look, some of the, the, the testimonies of this book, that's big. But some of us got testimonies in our current life. You know what you're supposed to do? Keep them. But what we do, we forget. How ratchet is that? So, but we always criticize and always want to overanalyze people in the book. You just like them. All the paths of Yah are mercy and truth. All of them. That's why he got to be Yah, because we couldn't have that much power. Everybody be dead. Everybody be dead. We be writing down fire uh, 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 every other week. You know how Yah told, and then he said it, and, and we're going over that tour report. He said, Look, I'll kill everybody and start over him. That's what we would be like that every other week. I'm going to kill everybody and start over with you. <laughs> 40 years later, I'm going to kill everybody and start over with you. 40 years later, I'm going to kill everybody and start over with you. <laughs> like, so we couldn't be in that kind of position. But the book is clear. All his past is mercy and truth. All you got to do is just get in. Oh, yeah. That's what you usually read, John 6 and 44. Yeah. We ain't get a John 6 and 44, brother. That's oh, yeah. how good he is. Yeah. No one is able to come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. Uh huh. And I shall raise him up in the last day. Yeah. Don't get 45 to it has been written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by Yah. Everyone then who has heard from the Father and learned comes to me. Yeah. So he gonna he gonna he gonna get you on there. He gonna get you on there. Psalm ninety eight. Psalm ninety eight gonna be in verse three. Psalm 98 and 3. He hath remembered his mercy and his truth toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the Eretz have seen the salvation of our Elohim. Can you imagine? And we really can't. But after the return of Mashiach, for some folks, it's going to be a celebration. But for the majority of people, because the majority of the world, they're on the wide path. Our teacher said in Matthew 7 that the way of the world is wide and many be on it. This is going to be calamity. It's going to be destruction. It's the worst thing of all time. And Yahshua come back and claim what's his. So once again, I feel sorry for people when they get to venturing off and saying, oh, you know, I don't think I don't think you really all this stuff. And the whole fact that. On the tree. They put his title over his head. 
king of the Yehudim and made a mockery of him. It's like, okay, next time you see me, I'm, I'm going to put the paws on you. Next time, next time you see me. That's why, like I said, I don't, I don't usually be on that Facebook stuff. But I had posed a question to somebody. I said, if he ain't, if he ain't the Mashiach, I got two questions. Who did Daniel see? He said he saw someone sitting on the cloud going towards the ancient of days. You know, the ancient of days is the father. So who is that sitting on the cloud going to him? That's one. Number two, because everybody's so Torah proficient. If Israel has been divorced, who died? They can't remarry to that husband dying now. Now, you know what? I ain't heard nothing from him. I ain't saying I argue with you. I'm going to ask you a question. How are we going to be reconciled back to him? Who died? Who died? The husband got to die. So how are you going to be married back to Yah? Don't worry about it. I ain't going to worry about it. Because I ain't got no answer yet. I show sure ain't. The way is protected by the cherubims. The way is narrow, Matthew 7. The way is also uh, special. It's preserved for the righteous. It's preserved for the righteous. We talked about that earlier. All right. We have to have righteousness imparted to us like Abraham. Thank you. Remember I told y'all when I lived in Texas, uh, when I was younger and dumber, my, one of my favorites on I-35, what it do? But then I realized there was a better I-35 is Isaiah 35. Huh? There's a better I-35. I-35. And a highway shall be there and a way direct and it shall be called the, uh, let's see here, the direct hakodosh, yeah. the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass. So this way is preserved for those who want to be what? Clean. But it shall be for those, the wayfaring men. Ye fools shall not err therein. You ain't getting on this road now. It ain't for you. So the va-direct, the va-direct ha-kodoshim, the way of holiness. Holiness requires commitment. Yes. How committed are we to the work of Yah? Remember Cephas. Matthew, I got it for you. 16, 21 through 28. From that time forth, Yahshua began to show the disciples how he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and the scribes and be killed and begin to raise on the third day. And then Peter took him and began to rebuke him. Can you imagine that? Okay, took Yahshua, I rebuke you. Saying it be far from thee, Lord. This shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said to him, Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Now, you go up a couple of verses in this chapter. He just praised them, didn't he? They say, hey, man, didn't nobody tell you that. You can get that from flesh and blood. You get that from the Shemaim. This is how quickly we can get out of the way. How quickly we can get out of the way. Just like that. See how quickly you can be doing something in the Ruach and then not even two minutes, you're in your flesh. So we got to remember Kephas. 
as we stay in the way. But he turned and said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense to me. Remember what Shaul said about the way now, to be void of offenses toward who? Elohim and toward who? Man. But those that be of men, then say Yahshua to the disciples, if any man will come unto me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. God wouldn't let it go. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake, remember uh, Matthew Yahoo 24 and 9, persecuted for my name's sake, you'll find life. Now it's going to be a little bit harder because Adam and Kuwa could have had life in Genesis chapter 1 if they would have eaten of the tree of life. But the first thing they ate that we know of was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Because I wanted to be wise like God. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the son of man shall come in the glory of his father with his angels. See, hey, coming hard. To in one breath say that there are principalities and powers and giants and things still in the earth. Who's going to exterminate them since Yisrael failed? That's another question to all you uh, uh, non-Mashiachua believers. Who's going to exterminate them? Who's going to rectify this new tower of Babel that's happening in our century right now? The books say, y'all came down, look, see for them. Who's going to come and scatter them? Who's going to come do it? What's the purpose of this army of heaven coming down and handle business? Against who? Well, you know them Russians. Listen to TV too much. Them Russians. There's going to be some, some idiot humans out there trying to fight Yahshua. He got bigger fish to fry. There's some other things that got to be taken care of. They got to be put in that place. They got to be judged. And then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily I say unto you, there shall be some standing here which you shall not taste of death. For they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. That's why it's important that we say uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Master's Prayer. Um, lost my place. Give me. Psalms 37. Y'all should be in Psalms already. We're almost done. Psalms 37. It's hot up here, so if I fall down, we just pray for most high to raise me up so I can get up and finish. <laughs> Please put that alarm on my phone. I'll come by here on Friday. Whatever time my wife put on, I will come by here. Uh, Telahim or Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight thyself also in Yahuwah, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Remember we read Matthew 7, you have not because you ask not. Or, or things that you ask of. So the things we ask of Yah, they have to be good things of our heart. It can't be silly, goofy stuff. It can't be stuff that's not going to help us help him. It can't be stuff that's not going to help us help the kingdom. It can't be a stuff that's about me being about me. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. So if you delight yourself in Yahuwah, he shall give you the desires of thine heart. Verse 5, commit, 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 commit thy way into Yahuwah. Trust also in him, he shall bring it to pass. Yeah. So we have to be in. Yeah. You got to be in by direct. You got to be in. 
We look, we can't be in this position. What's that? What they, what they would say, you got one foot in and one foot out. We can't do that. I got to be 10 toes down in on the path or in the way. I got to commit myself. Verse 6, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in Yahuwah and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in the way. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. So you have to stay focused and committed in him and not worry about stuff on the outside. If I'm driving my car and if I keep looking on this side or that side, and I ain't looking straight ahead. What am I going to do? I'm a wreck. If it's that simple and you're driving a car. Then what about life? What about walking the way? Because the way because the teachers in the way is what? Narrow. Uh, we're going to look at, at two words, commit and rest. Usually when, when we see uh, commit in verse five is galal. It means to roll. Literally. So think about that massive stone they had to roll in front of Yahshua's tomb. And when you're rolling something, if you have to roll something heavy, you're committed to it, man. Because if you don't be careful, the thing going to roll back on you. So you have to roll. You can say a second one, sure. Not yet. I'll, let, I'll tell you. So when you're rolling something, you're committed. So commit thyself to Yahuwah. You're rolling with him. You ever had somebody, when, when we in high school and our friends, maybe not you, but your friends start driving and they got a car. You know, I ain't get a car, but you got a friend, you know, just say, hey, can I roll with you? Ladies do roll up. Hey, sweetie, you want to roll with me? Roll was, to roll to roll. So to commit thyself in, in, Gen in Psalms 37 and five, commit thy way. You got to roll with him. You got to roll with it. You got to roll with it to roll, to roll away, to roll down. So how much effort and strength it takes to roll a boulder. That's your commitment level. Okay. Rest. Rest. Verse seven is what was what that mean, son? The mom, good. The mom, it means to be silent. Still, wait, be dumb. They're afraid. I'm just gonna play dumb. Somebody says something, you act, you like you just you like you ain't paying attention. You're playing dumb. So rest, rest in the Lord. Be silent in him. Wait on him. Be still on in him. Be completely just. In him. Verse seven. Okay, so Galal and Damam. We'll look at some extra biblical sources. Wisdom of Solomon three and nine. They that put their trust in him shall understand the truth, and such as be faithful in love shall abide with him, for grace and mercy is to his who? Saints. And he cares for his elect. That's what we always read in first, second Peter to make your calling and election what? Sure. And, and just put them down and just go back and read them. Wisdom of Solomon, 
uh, 4 and 15. This the people saw and understood and not neither laid they up this in their minds that his grace and mercy is with his saints and that he hath respect unto his chosen. Really quick, give me Psalm uh, 105 and um, starting 6. Give me uh, uh, Psalms 147 and um, 17. Mm-hmm. Psalm 105 mm -hmm. and 6. O ye seed of Abraham, yeah. his servant, yeah. the children of Yaakov, uh -huh. his chosen. His what? His chosen. His what? His chosen. So he done made himself clear now. His name is Yah, and he said, I change what? Not. Therefore, you sons of, are not what? Consumed. Go ahead. Psalm 147 and 17. Uh-huh. Throwing out his hell like pieces, mm. who does stand before his cold? Keep on going. He sends out his word and melts them. He causes his wind to blow. The waters flow, declaring his word to Yaakov. To who? Yaakov. Mm. His laws and his right rulings to Israel. To who? His laws and his right rulings to Israel. Mm. He has not done so with any nation. He has not what? He has not done so with any nation. So we got to get to a point that where in the first covenant... We get it. Yisrael, Yaakov, 12 tribes, anybody that has adjoined themselves to the community of Israel. But going forward, that his grace and mercy is with his saints. And that he hath respect unto his chosen. We got to see the upgrade. On your phone, you got to upgrade. You get an upgrade on your phone. Now, I don't know how to use mine, but still. Lack of commitment equates to lack of focus. Lack of focus leads to vulnerability. A sheep in the field, and we know that the field is also the world. So if I'm lost in the world, I'm a little, little bold people, and I'm a little bitty sheep, and I'm off in the world, you're SOL. I'm just going to tell you right now. Psalms 44 and 11. Uh, Yermiyahu 55 through 6, Mattiyahu 9.36. Let's see if the book tells us about sheep in the world. Psalm 44 and 11. Uh-huh. Thou hast given us like sheep appointed for meat. For what? For meat. Mm. It has scattered us among the heathen. Among the who? Among the heathen. So sheep out there, all them wild animals, you ain't nothing but a barbecue. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeremiah 55 through 6. Yeremiah 50, then 5 through 6. Mm. Mouth dry, I'm sorry. Yahoo 55 through 6. Uh -huh. They shall ask the way to Sion, their faces towards it. Come and let us join ourselves to Yah in an everlasting covenant never to be forgotten. My people have been wandering sheep. Their shepherds have led them astray, turning them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. 
all who found them have devoured them. And all who found them have done what? Devoured. Have them. mercy. And their adversaries have said, we are not guilty because they have sinned against Yah. The home of righteousness and the expectation of mm -hmm. their fathers. Mm -hmm. Yahuwah, flee from the midst of Babel. Come out of the land of Kazdim and be as rams before a flock. That's good. That's good. So all the adversaries, are going to, they're going to devour the sheep. The heathen going to devour the sheep. The adversaries are going to devour the sheep. What does our teacher say? Matthew 9, 36. Matthew 9, 36. Uh-huh. <clears throat> But when he saw the multitudes, uh -huh. he was moved with compassion on uh -huh. them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. As what? Sheep having no shepherd. So it's pretty clear. The book is pretty clear that sheep in the wilderness, you ain't, you ain't going to make your goose is cooked. Because we out there in the wilderness and we ain't got no shepherd. So this world ain't for who? You. Got wrapping mind around it. Right? This world is not for you. All the luxurious stuff. Now, ain't you, I'm not saying not work hard, not earn, not get a job and work and earn and build and side, do yes. But the richest, the, the crux of this world, the things that people idolize, is really not for you. It's all going to be burned up in the fire anyway. Stuff ain't for you. Stuff ain't for us. Huh? Popularity and fame, the Hall of Fame and all that stuff. You know, that stuff is not really, it's not, it's not for us. Okay? Understand that Esau is the end of the world. All right? And Yaakov is the beginning of it that follow it. So there's something greater on the other side. But once again, only a Hebrew will be able to what? Cross over. Because the Hebrew is going to what? Survive. Not everybody really Hebrew. But we're going to find out things get really tight. We're going to find out really who's who. Don't worry about it. That's why I say, look, uh, the, uh, big old Bart, it'll be the bite. Let's go ahead and turn to 2nd Ezra really quick. 2nd Ezra's uh, first chapter. Second Estrus, first chapter. We're going to start in verse 19. We're going to read through 30. Hallelujah, never get there. Second Estrus 1 and 19. Second Estrus 1 and 19. We're going to read through 30. Go ahead and put in your notes 5, 33 through 54. Also in Second Estrus, we're going to read that too. Right, 1 and 19, and it reads, Then had I pity upon your mornings and gave you manna to eat, so you did eat angels' bread. We talked about that this morning, when that part of the, 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 the Torah class today. When you were thirsty, did I not cleave the rock and waters flowed out of your field? For the heat, I covered you with the leaves of the trees. I divided among you a fruitful land. I cast out the Canaanites, the Perizzites, and the Philistines before you. What shall I yet do more for you, saith the Master? Thus saith the Almighty Master, when ye were in the wilderness in the river of the Amorites, being athirst and blaspheming my name, I gave you not fire for your blasphemies, but I cast a tree in the water and made the river sweet. 
What shall I do unto thee, O Jacob? Thou Judah wouldst not obey me. I will turn me to other nations. I will turn me to other nations. I will turn me to other nations. And unto those will I give my name that they may keep my statutes. See the predicament we're in. That's why you got to search for him with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Because you, your ancestors quit on somebody. Like some old car. Just quit. Can't do nothing with the car no more. Verse 25. Seeing you have forsaken me, will I, I will forsake you also. When you desire me to be gracious unto you, I shall have no mercy upon you. Whensoever you shall call upon me, I will not hear you. For you have defiled your hands with blood and your feet are swift to commit manslaughter. Ye have not, as it were, forsaken me, but your own self, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Almighty Lord, have I not prayed you as a father and his sons, as a mother, her daughters, and nurse, her young babes, that ye would be my people, that ye would be my people, and I should be your Elohim? He's still saying, look, it don't matter if it's in the books and I canon or books out the canon. He's still saying, I want to be Elohim, and I want you to be my people. But your head is harder than rock, and your neck is stiff as an elephant butt. But that ye would be my children, and I should be your father. I gather you together as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings. So you tell me y'all sure didn't quote that? Huh? In Matthew, in Matthew 23 and 37, you don't think he would quote that? But now what shall I do unto you? I will cast you out from my face. When ye offer unto me, I will turn my face from you for your solemn feast days. Well, well, in your new moons and your circumcisions have I forsaken. It's going over to five. I mean, it's good. Y'all, when you go home now, keep on reading. That's good now. I'm going to start in 33 in the fifth chapter. So now the angel is talking to the prophet Ezra about Israel. Verse 33. And I said, speak on, my Lord. Then he said unto me, thou art sore troubled in mind for Israel's sake. Lovest thou that people better than he that made them? That's what most of these so-called Israelites today act. They act like they care more about Israel than y'all do. That's how they act. That's what angel said to him. He said, you act like, he said, lovest thou the people better than he that made them? And I said, no, Lord, but a very grief have I spoken for my reins pain me every hour while I labor to comprehend the way of the most high and seek out part of his judgment. He said unto me, thou cannot. And I said, wherefore, Lord, whereunto was I born then? Or why was not my mother's womb then my grave that I might not see the travail of Jacob? in the wearisome toil of the stock of Israel. And he said unto me, number me the things that are not yet come. Gather me together the drops that are scattered abroad. Make me the flowers green again that are withered. Open me the places that are closed and bring me forth the winds that in them are shut up. Show me the image of a voice and then I will declare to thee the thing that thou laborest to know. And I said, O Lord, that thou bearest rule, who may know that these things, but he that hath not his dwelling with men. As for me, I am unwise. How may I then speak of these things whereof thou askest me? That's why I like when we read in, book, in situations like this and with Job, when, when, when the Most High, when the representatives of the Most High bow up and say, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Then shut your mouth. But 
My bad. We can't get put in our place. Then he said unto me, like as thou canst be, canst do none of these things that I have spoken, spoken of, even so canst thou not find out my judgment or in the end, the love that I have for that I have promised unto my people. Or in the end, the love that I have promised unto my people. It's like, so you ain't can't figure this out. Just like you can't figure out how much I really love my people. Yeah. Just like as the Shamaim is so far above the heaven, so far my thoughts and my ways above you, little boy. And I said, behold, O Lord, yet art thou nigh to them that be reserved to the end. Pay attention. And what shall they do? that have been before me or we that be now or they that shall come after us. He said unto me, I will liken my judgment unto a ring. Like as there is no slackness of the last, even so there is no swiftness of the first. So I answered and said, couldest thou not make those that have been made and be now and that are for to come at once that thou might have showed thy judgment the sooner. Then answered he me and said, the creature may not haste above the maker. Neither may the world hold them at once that shall be created therein. And I said, as thou hast said unto thy servant, as thou which givest life to all, has given life at once to the creatures that thou hast created. And the creature bear it, even so it might now also bear them that, that now be present at once. And he said unto me, ask the womb of a woman and say unto her, if thou bringest forth children, why dost thou... Why does it not together, but one after another? Pray her, therefore, to bring forth ten children at once. I said she cannot, but must do it by distance of time. Then said he unto me, even so have I given the womb of the earth to those that be sown in it in their times. For like as a young child may not bring forth the things that belong to the aged, even so have I disposed the world which I created. And I asked and said, seeing that thou now giveth me the way, I will proceed to speak before thee for our mother of whom thou hast told me that she is young, draweth now nigh to age. She answered me and said, ask a woman that bear of children and she shall tell thee, say unto her, wherefore are not they whom thou hast now brought forth like those that were before, but less of stature. And she shall answer thee, they that be born in the strength of youth are of one fashion, and they that are born in the time of age when the womb faileth are another wise. Consider thou therefore also how that you are less of stature than those that were before you. And so they are that come after you less than ye, as the creatures which now begin to be old, you have passed over the strength of the youth. So things are in a particular order. He said, hey, the people that were ahead of you, stronger than you. People that are after you, might not, we, we, we're not going to be as strong as Ezra now. But we have to abide in our time. We have to do the best in our era and not try to replicate, you know, our biblical heroes, but be the best you in the way you can be in your time. That's all you can do. Play the cards that you are dealt. Got to play the cards you are dealt. Each generation gets weaker and wiser. Is that in the scripture? Daniel 12 and 4, 2 Timothy 3 and 7. I'm about, I'm, I'm about done. Is that a worldly quote? 
The quote I always get attached to the Bible. Where is it in, 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 in the Bible? Daniel 12 and 4. Uh-huh. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words uh -huh. and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall the time run, of the what? Time of the end. Uh-huh. Many shall run to and fro, uh -huh. and knowledge shall be increased. So knowledge is going to grow every generation until time gets over. Go ahead, brother. Second Timothy 3, 7. <clears throat> Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Ever what? Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. But never get close to the met. So people are going to be growing. That don't mean they're going to be growing the stuff that y'all want you to grow in. In the end, the saints will shine like stars because it was written. Because it was written. We ain't got to just put you know Romans 15, 3 and 4. Uh, the word up here, chasid. Chasid is faithful, kind, godly, also saint and holy one. Built from the word chasad to be good. Right. So we also got mercy from this word. We also get holy one from this same word chasad. Why is that important? Let's look at the word and see. Second Shmuel 22 and 26 with the merciful. Thou dost show thyself merciful yes. with the upright man. Thou dost show thyself upright yeah. with the chasid. The chasid. So chasid also means what? Saint. Yes. Holy one. That's what that means. So in the end time, but we just read in Second Ezra, are we going to be identified as a saint? Also means merciful. To the conundrum we getting them getting put in. Telahim, which is Psalms 37, 28. For the Lord loveth justice and forsake not his saints. Yeah. Same word. Yeah. Right? Same word. Chasid. Uh, uh, Same word. Saints. For the Lord loveth justice and forsake not his saints. They are preserved forever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. How are we going to be identified? Psalms or Telahim 50 and 5. Gather my saints together unto me. Yes. Those that make covenant with me by sacrifice. Mm. We ain't going to read it. We know Romans 12, 1 through 12, don't we? We should have that memorized up in here, don't we? Yeah. Huh? Reasonable service. service. Gather my saints. Casa deed. So. Uh, we'll look at. Matthew 6, and we'll look at 2 Timothy, and we're going to get up, and we're going to go and be done. Matthew 6. Hopefully this will have a little bit more impact as we're getting ready to go into another fast. Matthew 6 and 31. <clears throat> Matthew 6 and 31, and it reads, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or whether all shall we be clothed? Yeah. For after all these things do the nations, the world seeks after. For your heavenly Father, know that you need these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The things of this world do not seek after those. Seek after Yah. Seek after Yah. So if you're in the way, you know what you're going to be doing? Seeking after Yah. If you're not in the way, you're going to be seeking things of the world. Your mind, your attention. Second Timothy four, last passage for today. 
Second Timothy four and one. I charge thee therefore before Elohim and the master Yahshua HaMashiach, who shall judge the quick and the dead at its appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Ding, 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 ding. But after their own lust, ding, 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 shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. So they're going to find people talking about everything except the way. Because yeah. they're, not, they're not going towards the tree of life. They're going towards the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned to fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of the evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Yeah. For I am now ready to be offered at the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. Yeah. I have finished my course. Oh, yeah. That's just once again. Was I competitive? Was I competitive in my track and my race? Was I competitive? I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. Henceforth, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the master, the righteous judge, shall give me at the day and not to me only, but to all them that also love is appearing. I want everybody should want to win. I want everybody to win in Christ. I want everybody to win in Christ. But you can't get it if you don't earn it now. You got, you got to work now. You got to work for it. Uh, we talked about this whenever we did, but distractions times what? The devil equals what? Death. Death. So as we go into this, uh, as we go into this uh, second round of fasting, you know, we're going to have the majority of our weeks are going to be geared towards you know, social media, phone, Internet, you know, dumb time, getting rid of dumb time, you know, TV time, you know. So, yeah, no basketball starting. I, I know. I know. No, but. All that stuff, stuff's getting back, kicking, kicking off again. But we want to, uh, if we want y'all to sow righteousness in us, yeah. right, so that we can have a good harvest for him on Sukkot, wherever we at. But if that's the case, then what goes into our eyes and to our brain, which is going to flip it right side up, that really matters. And we have to, we have to prove to him. I'm serious, man. I'm serious. So, um, but anyway, so uh, we want to, we want to, we want to, we want to prosper in y'all. We want to grow in y'all. The only way we can do that is we got to stay in the way. Yeah. And and we have to, we have to, it should not be, you know, patty cake, patty cake, baker's man. You know, there should be something about uh, walking with him. And that we're willing to sacrifice. And it's one thing to, to bark it. But we, we gotta have we gotta have some bite. Gotta have some bite. But anyway. Uh Almighty Yah, we thank you, we praise you. We lift up your holy name. We thank you for today, Almighty Yah. We thank you for your word, Almighty Yah. Uh correct us in our hearts, our minds, uh, to stay in the way, to be committed. Uh, that the ultimate end game is to be looked at as a saint, yeah. as a holy one. Because Yah will gather his saints. Yah will protect his saints. Uh, Yah will fight for his saints. And being a saint is not easy. Uh, Yah, we live in the year 2020. We are so far removed 
But in the time that you have sown us and the time that we have grew up in this world, Almighty God, may we be one of those that you have preserved to walk it upright and to walk righteously. May we continue to be humbled. May we be committed to, be, to clothe ourselves in humility so we may be able to lift it up, be lifted up by your hand, Almighty Yah. That it's not about us, but it's about you, Almighty Yah. And it's about uh, Yahshua being pleased, about Yahshua being our mediator, and about Yahshua accepting us and putting us in the palm of his hand. Because as he said, uh, that if you're in the Father's hand, then you're in his hand. And can't nobody pull them out. So, Yah, we just thank you and we praise you. We pray for the brothers and sisters who are not here today. Ask you that you will be with them. Almighty Yah, be with those, Almighty Yah, who you are pulling and drawing in this direction. We pray for their protection of the mind and heart. We pray, Almighty Yah, that uh, when they come into the doors, that they feel the power and the presence of your Ruach. Um, and that there's something that satisfies their soul, Almighty Yah. Yah, there's only so much that as a man can do. But we know with you... Nothing is impossible, Almighty Yah. So we ask that you may, uh, when people feel, when they come in the doors, that they feel the power of your presence, they feel the love, they feel the genuineness, Almighty Yah, and that it satisfies their soul. And that uh, for how much ever time that they're in here, Almighty Yah, that you are speaking to them, you are conversing with them, Almighty Yah, and that you are uh, preparing them for something greater, Almighty Yah. But they have to be in the house. Yes. They got to be in the house, Almighty Yah, and that there's nothing in the world but wild animals slaughtering sheep. So, Yah, we're praying for your flock that's scattered. We're praying for your flock that's still high, that's still drunk, that's still whoremongering and sexing, uh, that's still lost, that's still gambling, that's still doing whatever they're doing, Almighty Yah, with their time. We're praying for the sheep that may get to the door. However they get there, Almighty Yah, when they get to the door, Help us to teach, to love, to preach, Almighty Yah, and may your power, your spirit do the rest, Almighty Yah. Yah, we just thank you and we praise you. Help us to fight a good fight, Almighty Yah. Help us not to, to be idle, but help us to be victorious for you, that you get the praise, Almighty Yah. Yah, we thank you and we praise you. And Yahshua, I'm a shagna, we pray, Amen. Shalom. Who says Shalom? Oh, Shalom. Love y'all. She love everybody on there. Thank you for listening to Restoring the Branches Ministries. Our website is www.restoringthebranches.org. We're also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us at restoringthebranches at gmail.com. Shalom.